everyone, and welcome back to Open to Discussion. I'm Aisley. And I'm Gwen. And today we're also here with Adam. Woo! Hello. Thanks for having me again, guys. Welcome, Thank welcome. You for, thank you for coming back. It's been a little while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since Halloween last year. Yes. Yeah. So today we're going to be discussing, well, we're going to be doing part two of the adulting episode and finishing up the list that we have. Mm-hmm. And so I guess with that, if you haven't heard the first half of the list, a few episodes back, so go listen to that one before or after or whichever you'd like, just to see if you can relate to any of these adulting things or if you agree or disagree with what we had to say about them. Some of them got pretty juicy, so I'd recommend listening. And this time we'll have three opinions, so we'll have an extra <laughs> layer to go through. Exactly. Okay, so uh, that sounded really like Nova Scotian. Okay, so <laughs> for some reason, uh, let's, I guess we'll do three check-ins today. Adam, do you want to go first? Uh, no sure, pressure. yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, no, we're doing well. Uh, not too much new going on, honestly. I mean, we had takeout last night. That was great. Yum. <laughs> Always a good time. And uh, day off today. It's been beautiful outside. So mm-hmm. we did take the uh, little pupper for a walk earlier and got to enjoy some of the weather. But easily hasn't been feeling super great today. I'll mm-hmm. let her get into that more, obviously. But uh, yeah, we've, we've been good. Just just chilling over here. Easily, you're not feeling well? Uh, well, I got my my second COVID vaccine yesterday, so I'm just kind of feeling the effects of it, I guess. I, I woke up with really bad body aches and just like feeling very tired. I feel very tired right now, too, uh, but I have some school stuff to do as well. So I need I have a few things I have to get done. And yeah, I'm just feeling like low energy today. But yay for being vaccinated. Everybody get your shots. Yes. Adam's getting his later in the month as well. So we'll both be fully vaccinated, which is good. And I feel like most people I know are like either already have the second dose or it's booked. So that's nice. It's definitely great that uh, the timelines for that have really moved up. My mm-hmm. second one was originally booked for September, and now I'm booked in for um, third or fourth week of July. So pretty good improvement-wise, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Gwen? I'm good. My head's a little bit scrambled. It's been a really good weekend, but a really busy weekend. Also, <laughs> we we needed to – well, we got the opening to book our vaccines early, and the only – date that we were able to make it was the day after the wedding next week <laughs> so we're like that's fine that's fine we, we gotta book it we gotta do it so love the commitment yeah it's an exciting to celebrate our new stage of a relationship getting our 5g <laughs> signals in <laughs> it's a joke it's a joke guys <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, Hopefully you both won't have too like big of side effects, but well, are you guys able to go together to get it? Yeah, I booked ours at the same t- time at the same place. Like we probably won't 
be together, but like I can wave to him across the room. <laughs> <laughs> when I went, there was a few like couples that were together doing oh. it. Um, hmm. So you might be able to. I guess it, it just depends. It was quite a like um, streamlined process. When I got my first vaccine at the hospital, I felt very scattered and just like it, it just felt organized, but in a very dysfunctional way. Whereas this time it was like very just go here, go here, go here. It was very, it was very nice. Good. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. How does it feel that you're going to be married in a week? Good. I mean, like there's just like a lot of little things to do. Like all the big things are finished. Like the officiant and the paperwork is going to be ready to go. And like, literally that's the only thing we care about at this point. But like it's, it's exciting. This is going to be like our first year that we can be together on our taxes. And it's just like, it's, it's an, I'm so practical about this too. <laughs> yeah. That was just like, yeah, that's, I guess something to be excited for is your taxes. But I mean, like nothing's going to change other than we're going to have more rights to each other, which I think is, is a, such a privilege to have, but be such a weirdly exciting thing that like I'm excited about yeah yeah no for sure for sure but no other than that I it's just like I I wish I had more to say about this like the clothing's done we have our outfits ready we've got takeout coming that day oh where'd you guys order takeout from I'm curious um One of AK's family friends, uh, they have an Afghan restaurant, and I really wanted it to be like a culturally blended moment. And so I was like, we need to get Afghan food. And they were like, yes, let's get Afghan food. And so I'm very excited for that. That's awesome, actually. I love that. Yeah. Nice to have friends in the family like that. Yeah, it's literally going to be like the two of us, AK and myself, his two parents, my two parents, my one sibling, his one sibling, photographer and officiant. It's all in the backyard, but like we're keeping it at 10 just in case it rains. So if we need to go inside, then we're able to do so safely within, I think, the updated restrictions. So super small, no fuss. And yeah, it's, I'm mainly just excited to get a hang out with both of our immediate families together for a a bit of a day oh that's nice yeah well I'm sure I know I can't wait to hear all about it but I'm sure other people will be interested as well so yes and I'm excited to show you guys photos for like the friends and family who like the way it is like we just couldn't have over uh we're excited to share photos of the day and probably some little videos that we're going to take ourselves but Super low key. I'm excited to be barefoot in my backyard. <laughs> yeah, that'll be nice. That'll be nice. Don't have to go far either. That's pretty convenient. It's true. There's no traffic, at least not for <laughs> us. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I think this is what a great segue to the adulting episode. Not that you need to get married to be an adult, but like most people, if they choose to get married, hopefully they're adults. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> that was it fucking turbulent child brides Yikes. oh no i mean <laughs> it is a thing like not so much here but it's definitely a thing so 
Unfortunately. Uh, That's a whole other episode. Yeah. Gwen is getting married with consent. That's always a good thing. It's nice. Nice to see. That's what we want for our friends. (laughs) At the very least. (laughs) Yeah. It's getting warm Uh, in here. Is it just me? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, should we get into it then? Yeah. <laughs> right. So wait, the for what formula did we use last time? It was let first we answer whether we do these whether we do this or not. Yeah. Or whether this is applicable to us and whether we think it's like something you should know for when you're adult. Mm-hmm. And should is a very loose term on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so the first one is stop losing things, like your keys or wallet or phone. Um, And I would have to say I'm really bad for losing things, so, yeah. I second that. I second that. I'm bad with losing things all the time. Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty good at keeping track of where things are. Uh, luckily luckily I feel like I've never really had to put much effort into it though like I feel like it's something that just comes easy to me so uh, lucky in that sense for sure yes he helps keep me on track though I still just manage to lose so much shit all the time before we leave I'm always looking for my phone that's the biggest one I like set it down mindlessly and then don't know where I put it it is always found, though, and uh, at least you you haven't lost your credit card in a long time, so that's good. That's true. When we first got together, I was, like, on the streak of just, like, <laughs> losing my debit card and credit card. I think I between the two of them, I probably had to replace them, like, three or four times. Wow. Yeah, that was... That's a process <laughs> to go through, too. Yeah. 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 I've gotten better. So is this something that is worthy of an adult card is that what they're <laughs> i don't know maybe that's not the way we <laughs> well, well but, we can call it that i mean this would be sure as fuck helpful for me in my life as an adult to get my shit together but i feel like maybe not necessary obviously you can still adult without it but maybe just not as efficiently well said so adam is saying that he's more efficient than us <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I would probably agree with that too. If you're not spending like 20 minutes every morning looking for your phone, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're ready. You're ready to walk on out the door and start your day. But yes. but no shade to to people who can't find things. I'm I I understand. I'm worse off in other things. So we're we're just at the tip of the iceberg here. Let's see the rest of these questions. All right. Uh, okay, so number two is get a family doctor. I have a family doctor. Mm-hmm, me too. Yes, for sure. What do we think about this? Like, I think medical things are scary, but having like a family doctor, so it's in one place and you don't like need to keep going to walk-ins or whatever might be helpful, but like, you do you whatever works best for you. It can be a process navigating the the system. So I feel that. I feel like, I don't know, honestly, it seems almost like it's a privilege to have a family doctor around here because 
Uh, lots of people don't, and it's hard to find a new family doctor. I'm, I was born here, so I had a family doctor. She retired. I got a new one by default, but mm -hmm. I do know lots of people that just can't find a family doctor because there's not enough. So, I, yeah, I think it's important to take care of yourself and get yourself checked out. But for some people, that means they have to go to, like, you know, urgent care every time or whatever. And for anyone who's been to urgent care, you know, that's a whole process and a half. So, yeah, definitely important, but also realize the privilege, too. That's kind of what it, where my head was at, too, because I and if you have a family doctor, do you have a good one? Because I think like. Uh, that's a big thing too. There's a lack of family doctors to go around, but then there's an even smaller portion of those doctors that are actually like decent and will listen to you and try to help you. So yeah, I think if if you have the ability to have a family doctor, then definitely take advantage of it. But it's not always as like ABC. Yeah. The systems, man. <laughs> Yeah. And our system is relatively good compared to some other uh, places near us, cough, cough, the U.S., but um, it's still kind of like annoying to deal with. Well, that's, uh, that's a thing that's hard for us is our doctors go to the U.S. because they can make so much more money there. Because it's privatized. Yeah. Yeah. So not yeah. a good time. All right, so number three is set and go to all annual healthcare appointments. I feel like n no, because I, I don't set all healthcare appointments, but if I do set them, I do go. <laughs> well, fair. What are like annual health appointments that you should be going to? Because I didn't know that, like, some people are like, go see your family doctor once a year. I'm like, I. About what? Why? You're just supposed to yeah, go for like Yeah, that's what I always knew as well. It was like, oh, you're supposed to go for your annual checkup. Last time I went, which had been like after six years of going for a checkup. Yeah, anyway, last time I went for my checkup, he was basically like, okay, you know, everything's good. And if there's nothing else, every two years is fine, like just to come by for a checkup. So straight from the doctor's mouth, for, for me anyways, annual is not not needed. So I would have to say I disagree with that. I guess some other ones are like, you're supposed to go for, I think, a, a dental cleaning every like six months or something, maybe even more than that, which I don't do. Um, Who's covering the board, like can cover that? Government well, workers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and I think also, what's another one? Your eyes, you're to supposed to get your eyes checked uh, once a year at least, I think. And, and then if you're like, a woman you're I think usually supposed to go to get your gynecologist maybe once a hmm. year at least I don't know I don't really know there's well, no rules I don't do these <laughs> other than the eyes because my eyesight is still changing and it can get a little bad if I don't <laughs> right so. that's important yeah, I, for sure I feel like this one's very personal like I mean it's yeah. a, it really just depends on the person and what you need to take care of yourself, I guess. Yeah. Also, privilege again. Like, dentists? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dentists are very expensive. Or, like, I would, I mean, if I could just include, like, chiropractor or massage therapy into my oh. regular <laughs> healthcare appointments, I would. But 
it's not like that's super viable. But I guess when it comes to like adulting, it's like if you're doing the best you can to take care of your health with the means you have, like that's that's an A plus in my books. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, so the next one is also a health related question. And then I think we'll be moving out of it. Um, (laughs) Number four is keep track of health related things. So vague, but like also yet it needs to be vague because if it was specific, it wouldn't fit everybody. What what would be some health related things to keep track of? Like, uh, like your blood type, if you know that your eye, like I have glasses. So when people are like, oh, like if my glasses break, I don't want to have to spend a whole like $300 to get tested. Um, or if you have any like medications you take, just knowing what those are. My dad's diabetic. So I get the questions whenever I go with him to appointments. So I'm like, any like health condition and how it may present. And if that changes, that's important to know. Hmm. I guess that makes sense. Pretty important to know. Yeah. Especially if you're, like you said, an allergy. It's like something happens in public, paramedics come by. Oh, any allergies? Nah, dies from penicillin. Like, you know, pretty (laughs) important. Do you know your blood type? I have it in my bag because I've donated blood one time. But like, I don't know it off the top of my heart. Head. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know yours, Adam? (laughs) So, no, I don't, but I did go to my doctor one time and got it because I had heard about, like, eating diets based on your blood type, so I wanted to know what my blood type was specifically for that, found out what it was, and then followed the diet and didn't write it down ever, and I don't remember what it is. But yeah, Did I a... work? No. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's been proven that's not really a thing. Yeah, I can imagine. That's funny. <laughs> and also for me, it was like, eat a lot of fish. So I was like, oh, man, fish is not my favorite for uh, people out there. Also because fish are friends. All right. Um, okay. Number five is create a living will. I'd say that's probably important, but I don't have one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't have one, but I think it's important. Also. Again, that's another like legal system, like a lawyer costs money and time. Well, you can, they have online like little things you can follow to write your own and like sign it with a witness or something. It doesn't necessarily hold the same value, but Mm -hmm. it's still, if it has a signature and everything, it can still be abided by. Well, damn, you know more than me, so. Oh, (laughs) I was like, hey, I haven't even looked into this, so. I remember looking into it when I was younger because I was like, when I was a teenager, when I had my horses, I was like, what would happen if I died? And my it turns out since I was under 18, they would just go to my grandparents because they had guardianship of me. But for a while, I was concerned about it. So I remember looking into it. Hmm. At least you did look into it. Yeah. Now you know. Yep. And I still don't have a will. I guess I don't have a will, but when you like sign up for your investments, like your RSP or your TFSA, they're like, hey, if something happens, where do you want these funds to go? So I guess I have that. So we can say like 0.5 of a will for me. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's something, I guess. 
Yeah, I just thought of it after I gave my answer. But in terms of like, where does all my stuff go or all that? No. But the good news is I don't have much stuff. So, you know, it's all good. Yeah, we don't have very many <laughs> assets necessarily to, nah. to deal with. And I guess if I understand this right, at least in Ontario, when you get married and if one of your partners is deceased or becomes deceased, then that's all AK's problem or however he wants to look at it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. especially if you don't write anything out with specific instructions, then it's like you deal with everything. Congratulations. Yeah. My aunt has her entire funeral pl planned out and paid for already. And like right down to the flowers. Wow. Uh, yeah. Which I think is great because then yeah. at least you're not like, leaving it on anyone but I I'm pretty sure also like say you died like let's not right. let that happen but let's just say Gwen dies and everything's left to AK but then for whatever reason your mom was like no I'm not happy with that I don't like you AK I don't think that you, I think she could fight it in court because then she's still like close family I don't know apparently wills can still be fought by family members even if you isn't that the whole point of a will to avoid that shenanigans yeah I, yeah but you know how some families are it's just chaos I don't know I don't know exactly how it works in different provinces to different countries it's just things I've heard of happening but hmm. who knows who knows I don't I feel like that's something that would drag on forever. Like, oh my God, yeah. what a train wreck. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And people would need to have money to be able to do that anyways, to be able to be like, I want to fight this. Yeah. So. Of course. Yeah. Anyway, do we think a living will is important for adulthood? Probably. Yes. In some capacity, yeah. yes. For sure. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, the next one is register to vote and vote. Yes. Hard yes. Yeah. And I think if you're an adult, you should you should do that. And also get informed. Don't just go out and vote, but get informed and then go vote. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Yes. <laughs> there are a lot of people who just vote and then. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my parents are whatever. So that's what I vote for. Okay, cool. Make yeah. your own decisions, you know, taking the information that isn't just one-sided, look at the platforms. And also, like, not only historically, but also today in different places of the world, not everybody gets equal opportunity to vote if they even are allowed to vote. So if you're able to vote, please vote. Like, that's such an amazing thing to be able to do because, you know, not everybody can. And at one point, not everybody was allowed to. So. Yeah, definitely. Good point. Yeah, well said. So the next one is stop texting and driving. I don't do this. You don't stop texting and driving? or you? No, I don't text and drive. <laughs> like too many, like, but also even if you're not an adult, please don't text and drive. Yeah, yeah. True. I think this goes for anybody who drives. I have yeah. definitely been guilty of texting and driving for sure. Yeah. I, two years ago, I got pulled over for texting and driving. So I don't text and drive anymore. 
sometimes I'll change the song and drive though. I'm still guilty of that, oh. but I don't really look down at the screen. I just kind of look, here's the next button and then back on the road and mm. click next till I find a good song. So, but yeah, no, definitely don't, don't text and drive. I definitely still change my songs all the time when I'm driving, but I feel like that's the same thing as clicking the radio because I can't just mindlessly click the next button on the radio. I would have to look anyway, yeah. but no texting and driving for me. Yeah. But yeah, as Gwen said, I don't think that's really an adulting thing. I think that's just like a uh, car safety. Human you know, like, safety for other yeah. people, for you. Yeah. Anybody. Don't. Yeah. And don't let them have an excuse to get your money. That's my big What? Like, the system. Like, oh, yeah, true. Because ultimately, it's just the money. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I've seen literally police cars, like, drive around people who are driving so badly and so dangerously and not do anything. I'm like, it's just they want your money. Oh, yeah. 100%. So, yeah. Don't give them an excuse to take it. True. Preach, preach. Okay, number eight is mind your business. <laughs> it's so aggressive, but I don't always do this. I'm a nosy bitch. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I feel like this is very, like, you know, situation dependent. Mm -hmm. If there's yeah. some domestic disputes or abuse going on, yeah, you probably shouldn't mind your own business. But, like, I don't know. I think we talked a little bit about this last time, like gossiping, like, was that this, was that on this seg segment, like the adult yeah, or was me, that something else? I think, I think it was on this. I think there was something similar, like you shouldn't gossip. I'm trying to look. Uh, because you're see. right. Control your anger was one <laughs> of them. <laughs> uh, but no. Don't snoop. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> But Adam, you're totally right. It is like super context dependent. Like, and I guess, oh my gosh, this kind of falls into FOMO as well, but not really. Go listen to that episode if you haven't already. Um, this is just a plug for everything else we've done. <laughs> go check uh, out the Halloween episode too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Find Adam more. So number nine, get an umbrella. We have an umbrella in this house now. We have an umbrella. I figured. Do you um, use it? <laughs> no i always no. prefer a raincoat <laughs> over an umbrella oh yeah, that's the thing like i feel like if you're you know taking the bus an umbrella is a good idea because you have to walk to the bus station wait for the bus maybe you have to transfer whatever but if you're driving anywhere it's like you're literally outside for five seconds so i don't know and then i'll forget the umbrella in the car probably and it will stay there for three months and then you know, where's the umbrella? Oh, it's in the car. Anyways, I've never been huge <laughs> on um, on umbrellas, but they're definitely, I see the, the value in them for sure. I think this is like, I don't know, when you don't have an umbrella and you need one, it just sucks. Like, I feel like it's good to have an umbrella on hand. This may be controversial, but I'm a strong rain jacket enthusiast over umbrellas. Like, let me give you my pitch. <clears throat> They're compatible, like compactable, they're lightweight, they're durable, you can, you know, like there's just so many, you can fit like six of them in your car without, by accidentally getting stabbed by an umbrella. You can Why shove you it in your six? bag. If you got like six friends, I don't know. <laughs> but like, for it's not the same 
as having an umbrella because you can't just like whip that out of well I guess you I just I'm gonna stop now I just realized you can have like compactable umbrellas I guess I still take up more space I I don't have a raincoat and I've never really had a raincoat so the thing is with a raincoat you wear it an umbrella you have to hold it or maybe it has like that handle slip on but you still have to like be aware of it so I get that especially if you're already carrying a bag or something like that it's just one less thing you have to carry I've just been poked in the face way too many times by an umbrella by people who just didn't have spatial awareness I'm more like whoa and I'm like no that's it get a rain jacket lady true Fair I know, I'm so passionate about this. Yeah, like, yeah. Umbrella takes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. So the next one is know what to do when the wine cork gets stuck. <laughs> Such an important thing for adults because every adult is going to drink wine and have wine. So this is so important if you are an adult anywhere because all adults drink wine. Yep. True. Though I do know how to do this. Me and Adam know how to do this because one time I wanted to use wine for cooking, a recipe called for it, and we couldn't, we did not have a wine opener, like a cork open, whatever it's called. What did we use? A screw and a knife? Mm-hmm. You put you a screw in it. You can also put it in a shoe. Just... What? what? You can also put it in, yeah. Like Can I've... you explain? Yeah, you, you put the wine, like the butt of the wine bottle. Oh my God, any like... Anyways, like the where you'd put it down, you put that into the heel like of the shoe where your foot would go and you like gently like bang it against like a door frame or something. And the we'll just you can't do it with carbonated things, obviously, like champagne. Don't do that. But like with wine, <laughs> it will slowly, if it's like a cork, shift out. Hmm. Interesting. You might also damage your wall. That's no, the shoe. But, like, yeah, and, and yeah. it's like on a on a frame where it's a little more sturdy than a wall. Interesting. Physics, I guess. Okay, man, I, I don't know. But I don't drink wine, so I don't need to know this. But I do know it <laughs> as a fun thing when all my friends are drunk and want more wine. <laughs> Luckily, we drink not wine, champagne. So it's... Oh, Adam loves champagne. <laughs> That cork always comes out. True. <laughs> okay, the next one is have a oh, big jar. Wait, Aisley, did I don't think we said it whether we thought it was important or not. Obviously oh. not. No, I don't think it's important. If you couldn't oh. tell by my sarcasm before, I don't think it's important. Just to restate. <laughs> true, true. Also, you probably have neighbors and the likelihood of one of your neighbors being a drinker is astronomically high so but this is what to do if your wine cork gets stuck not if you don't have a right because i think not having a wine opener and it getting stuck are two different things that's true true, that's true but either way it's not important yes no (laughs) (laughs) the next one is have a big jar of coconut oil so random we have coke actually i think i don't we don't have any coconut oil anymore Usually, I have coconut oil on hand. I, why? Like, for cooking? For your hair? Like, wh- why? Why? So, what, coconut what? oil is an everything product. It's antibacterial, I'm pretty sure. So, you can use it <laughs> I'm pretty for sure. 
oil pulling in your mouth if you want to. You can use it for like, I have like three jugs of coconut oil. They went on sale one time and I got a bunch because they also don't expire if you keep them in the right things. But I will also use it like if I if we're out of WD-40 in a pinch, like it can, don't do this on all surfaces because sometimes it's not compatible. But like I use coconut oil from everything to like fixing things to cooking to like personal care. You you said teeth pulling or something. Oil pulling for like mouthwash, yeah. Again, right. I don't know the science behind it. It's you literally just put an oil, but coconut oil oftentimes because it doesn't taste like you're just putting olive oil in your mouth, and you like it's supposed to help with something. Oh. I've heard a lot of it. rich white ladies doing it. What's yeah, like a Gwyneth Paltrow type thing. Uh. Yeah. But that's been taken from like actual cultures and traditions who practice it and then a lot of people were just like oh let me do it appropriate it yeah cool when i I just never knew when i had a horse well when i lived at the farm and was like around horses regularly coconut oil was something you could also put in their food you put in their mane and tails to help like with growth and just take away dandruff and stuff and if you have dry skin it's good to have on hand if you in case you run out of moisturizer in that case, very important to have as an adult. <laughs> yeah, it's a handy thing to have, but I don't think it's necessary. But not everyone also likes coconut, so. Yeah. I'm sure you could also just have like WD-40, your own face cream, and then cooking oil. <laughs> it's true. true. It's true. You don't need it. <laughs> uh, okay, the next one is make your bed every morning. I don't do this. I want to meet someone who actually does. Yeah, we we try to get in a routine sometimes. And I I have heard there's like scientific proof showing that making your bed, I don't know, helps your day start off better or whatever. I definitely liked when we were like when we were trying to make it a regular thing. I feel like it felt nicer to get into bed. True. But when you both don't get up at the same time, it's kind of like yeah harder yeah I mean I almost make the bed every morning but like AK gets up like three hours before me so if I don't do it it's literally just on me and it's not the end of the world yeah yeah not super important in the grand scheme yeah I feel like the people I've met who make their bed every morning typically seem from an outside perspective to just have their lives together a little more but. Or they're in the military. <laughs> and it's been, it's right. been hammered in <laughs> them. That's true. That's true. That, that is accurate. <laughs> okay. The next one is have an established first aid kit. Yes. Yeah. I think we, I think we have that. Or at least the essential elements of a first aid kit on hand. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a little makeshift one. I'm sure, like, it's not the proper first aid kit, but it's got everything we need if there's, like, a little emergency. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like if you live on your own or, like, really anything, it's probably just an important thing to have. Yeah. It's also good to have on hand, like, a naloxone kit, just mm-hmm. in case, especially if you live in a city, like an apartment building or whatever. Keep it in your yeah. car or something. Okay. Yeah. Pretty straightforward. The next one is buy custom paint. I remember I, we had talked about this. Yeah. I, and I, I was like, what the heck? 
I did not well, know I... you could buy custom paints. I thought you'd just oh. go to the paint store and be like, this one. So they mix the colors. I think that's like, I don't know what, it, how, I don't know what different differentiates custom paint from like home hardware paint. Maybe it's the same paint and they throw like gold sparkles in it. So it's custom <laughs> and shiny. <laughs> or they just put custom on the, on the paper. <laughs> yeah, charge you $40 more. <laughs> <laughs> But also, like, if, like, you have a house, you move in or whatever, and the paint is discontinued or you don't know what color it is and you need to, like, match it, I think there's technology where you can, like, bring in a little sample and they can kind of match it if you need to, like, patch a hole or something. That makes I think more like, sense. that's the, the practicality. Unless you're a bougie, bougie person and, like, gold flakes in it, then, like, go off. <laughs> That's great for you. I love that. But maybe not an everyday practical adult problem you might be facing. Yeah, I think that's more of like if you own something, if you own a house or you own something, then you're le- the likelihood of you buying paint is much higher than. And nowadays, it's just like not everyone is going to own a house in their lifetime. That's just like not a thing. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't of, think this is a lot of people will paint their apartment walls though. Because it doesn't That's take true. long or a lot to paint, right? So Yeah. But some but, some places don't let you. So I guess yeah. it just depends. But so, yeah, you're right. You could. You don't have to own a house. Yeah. But then I'm not spending customization prices on an apartment I don't even own, you know? Like, yeah. Nah. Right. <laughs> and exactly. I'm sure- whatever custom paint you want, there's a very similar one that exists. Cause if you go in the paint store, there's aisles. Literally. Sample like of just so many different colors as if there isn't one there that you don't like. They have Literally. those like little, you know, four square palettes you can take with you, but yeah. they have like thousands of them. It's like, you have literally every shade here. They got it. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Colors you didn't even know existed. Yeah. Um, okay. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So the next one is start a retirement savings plan. I don't think I have this, but I don't know. Adam, you were mentioning before the RRR, the RRSP. <laughs> is that the retirement saving plan? Yeah, that's that's one uh, one venue you can do. Technically, oh. there's there's different uh, things you can do for retirement. Like you could open a tax-free savings account and just use it as a retirement fund if you want. Okay. Um, but whether it's an RRSP or you know you're just saving money, uh, definitely important for your future, especially probably pretty much anywhere. But here in Canada, the pension program we have does not pay very much so you definitely want to make sure you start that up and the younger you start the longer it'll compound the more you'll make so yeah it's definitely important to get started on that at least uh you know before your 40s i'd say you seem very educated and that makes me very happy and (laughs) i was like i did not know all of this but thanks so yeah i've actually spent a lot of time the past eight months to a year studying all this stuff and specifically the stock market. So 
I, I would like to retire comfortably. So it's, uh, yeah, it's important to educate yourself. Well, we should have that's... you on more often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I, I enjoy talking, you know, about finance and all that. Um, if it's something people want to know, I'd love to come on and chat about that more. It's definitely useful information. I feel like a lot of people don't, uh, like, that's always something I've just thought of, like, uh, I guess I'll deal with that when I'm done school and my, like, life, quote-unquote, life begins, you know, but. I mean, I, for, it depends what you want to do. Like, if you plan to just get a government job, I mean, the government has a wicked retirement savings thing. So, like, if you're working for the government and you have full pension, you don't really need to worry about it. But me knowing that's not going to be for me. So it's very, you know, dependent on on you, I'd say. Right. And I guess the lifestyle you want to live, too, like, depending on the, the personal cost of your lifestyle. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Well, okay. So, so I feel like that's me. It's important. <laughs> yeah. Pretty oh, did important. I sway you? Were you were you going to say no well, at first? No, I just I didn't know enough about it to say really anything cuz like obviously you want to plan and I was like I don't know anything about the economy really or like I don't know, it's just something that overwhelms me and scares me, but that's Yes, fair. it's important if you're able to do it. Yeah. yeah, that's another big thing, too. Some people don't have the funds to even start up and, and do it. So it's not realistic and they just work their whole life. So, yeah, it's also it's it's important if you have that privilege to. I mean, it's important for everyone. Everyone should have access to it, in my opinion. But the way things currently are, if you have access to it, yes, it's important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. OK, the next one is how to do your laundry properly. <laughs> What is this properly? This feels very shady. Oh. Well, I think what they mean by that is that you need to like, you know, there's certain material that you shouldn't be putting certain things on. Like technically most leggings are shouldn't be going in the dryer. Um mm. you're like if you have underwears, like lacy underwear shouldn't be going in the dryer. They, they recommend that you hand wash your underwear and bras. Um, huh. So, I mean, like, there's technically, like, specific ways to wash a lot of different materials and, like, yeah. But do most people do that? Probably not. I don't even separate by color, and I know I get a lot of heat for that. Same. I don't separate by color either. You put it on cold, tap cold, and if it runs, it runs. And if not, well, another laundry is great. Yeah. Also, maybe if you're buying, like, $250 shirts and that's just, like, what you own, then maybe. But, you know, I'll just go to wherever and buy a new shirt if it bleeds or probably still wear it. <laughs> True. The idea of, like, very specific laundry methods, I think, also are reminiscent of a day and age where like women were at home and that was part of their, you know, uh, household chores was like, that was part of something that filled up your day was doing the laundry and doing it properly. Mm -hmm. 
also like when I go, if I ever go shopping, which is very rare. And most of the time if I do it secondhand, but like I will go out of my way to not purchase things that are quote unquote dry clean only, or like a finicky fabric that I have to like iron or steam. So like I'll actively avoid that, but I do know, like I don't always put everything in the dryer. Yeah. If it's hot, I'll just like air dry them on a little stand. There we go. Yeah. 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 I think, I think it's important to know how to do the basics of laundry. Like you should be able to do laundry for yourself, but I don't think you need to know all the ins and outs of fabric and I mean, just don't be surprised if you accidentally ruin something, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You can read tags, too. The tags on your clothes will tell you how to take care of it. It's not that hard. I I don't even do that. Yeah, yeah. You'd have to do so many different loads to do everything properly that it would be worth it. Yeah, it's probably a ploy from the uh, detergent companies. So you have to (laughs) use a pod every time. (laughs) Uh, Conspiracy theory. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that could be a whole other episode, too. Yeah. (laughs) Weird conspiracy theories. Yeah. Okay. The next one is own a house. I don't own a house, clearly. Like, but okay, so I do. And I don't think that's, and like, I know some people that's their goal, but now that isn't their goal. And like, that isn't, if you have a house, you're an adult, or if you don't have a house, you're not an adult. Like, that's not. I don't think how it works in my world. And I feel like there's a lot more people now who just don't want to own a house. Like that is of no interest to them. Yeah. I definitely want to own a house. (laughs) Yeah. I want to own uh, a house property, but again, that's, or not again, it's, it's definitely not necessary, especially in today's day and age where when you can rent, you're not on the hook for anything, right? Yes. You could be, you know, told to leave but you're given time for that it does suck you know if you're not ready to leave you have to but you're also not on the hook for you know if the roof goes or you need new windows so it's very dependent and if owning property is something you want I mean that all kind of ties into your retirement plan as well because you know if you're going to rent forever when you retire you're going to have to account for that in your retirement savings if you own a house Typically, it's paid off by the time you come to your retirement, so you might not need to save as much. So, you know, it all depends on what you want to do. And let's be real, at least in Ottawa, owning a house now is, or like the greater Ottawa area, is nearly impossible unless you already have like a substantial amount of people who are willing to financially support you. Yeah, absolutely. So like, there's a lot of layers. Um. But also, like, I know people that are like, I want to rent because I can move to Toronto. I can move to Montreal. Like, I can take that internship in Europe if I wanted to. And with the house, like, that's not always an option unless you want to rent. And then things just get a little dicey. Yeah, there's a lot more options for just, like, life choices, avenues you can take. So mm-hmm. uh, so not necessary to be an adult. <laughs> Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, okay, the next one is know how to properly assemble IKEA furniture. So I do this, know how to do this. 
Is this just like passively aggressively? Like, do you follow the instructions? Probably. Considering the instructions they send aren't always clear. Um, I mean, True. yeah, it's good to know. <laughs> Not required to be an adult, though, I don't think. Yeah. No. But helpful if you plan on having IKEA furniture that you would like to assemble. Yeah. I mean, if you're trying to furnish an apartment on a budget, then yeah, it's definitely useful to know for sure. Mm-hmm. Does like non-expensive furniture just come pre-assembled? Is like that the assumption? No, expensive furniture comes. Or I mean, expensive. But like, what? Like, I just don't understand. Like, well, it's also the, the materials used. Like, remember that um, wardrobe we had? It was basically plywood. Yeah. So I mean, it's quality as well. I guess it's just like an interesting concept. Like, because also if it's expensive and not it can't come apart that's much harder to move so (laughs) there's also that aspect of it too if you want high quality cheaper things facebook marketplace could Gigi get that secondhand stuff circular economy baby can't save the environment actually (laughs) though you can find a lot of really good stuff secondhand even yeah, quality yeah. stuff. Like I know mm-hmm. people that have gone into Value Village and walked out with like, you know, just for example, like Gucci things or things that are usually pretty expensive when they're new. Yeah. Yeah. Or like a quality dresser. And I mean, you got to put a little elbow grease into moving it, but like one that will last you a good amount of time if you are rough with your dressers more than an Ikea might. Ikea is going to never sponsor us ever after listening to this. <laughs> Ikea, if you're listening, hi. (laughs) (laughs) Plug, 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 plug. Okay, the next one is start building credit. Um, Yeah, yeah, like I I build credit, of course. I don't know enough about that. That's just like using your credit card and paying it off on time. I feel like Adam knows more about this <laughs> to be like to be able to explain in detail. There's a bunch of factors that go into your credit score. Uh, uh, your credit utilization. So how much of your total credit are you using right now is a big one. I think that's 35%. Another one is your payments. So are you making your payments on time? Uh, and are you making your payments? That, those, that one's another, I think, 35 or 25% of your total credit score. So, um, but yeah, do I think it's important? Uh, absolutely. If you want to do anything, you need a credit score. Like if, if you live under capitalism, you need a credit score. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. This was something I was always super hyper aware of. I don't know why. I don't know where it came from. My grandparents talked a bit about it. So maybe like I just picked up on it, but I was always like aware of, like needing good credit to be able to buy like a car or to be able to buy a house. So it was something I, I, I like from a young age thought of and was trying to like responsibly build. So I feel like I was like lucky in that sense. Cause I, I got kind of a head start as soon as I could. There's just so much misconception around it because at first I was told it was like only about a credit card, but then, you know, going to purchase a car, 
they're like, oh, this will help build credit. And I was like, actually? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay, cool. Like, I, like finance is I think, just not something I know much about, unfortunately. I think even your cell phone bill can affect your credit score. Damn. Uh, I, there's, like, lots of things that can affect your credit score. Any loan, like student loans. Mm. Yeah. Uh, affect your credit score. Um, like anything, anything really. They're anything watching. that you make payments to. Pretty yeah. Much. So like would utilities and stuff like that count? Oh, good point. Yeah. No, they do not. Oh, okay. But I think if you don't, I don't, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't, anyway, it doesn't really matter, but yeah, important to know, I think, or important to do as yeah. an adult. If you want to do anything, basically, like, <laughs> I mean, and I'm sure people not important want to unless do you want to live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like, especially I, as an adult, specifically as a child, yeah. I, I, I don't care about a credit score, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, as an adult, you need to have some awareness of it. Um, okay, the next one is grow your own vegetables. Um, I, I, I'm not confident in my ability, but I think I could, I could probably throw a few seeds in the ground and make something grow. Uh, I have like indoor herbs that I grow all year round. Uh, but during the summer I try to grow vegetables. The summer has been very unsuccessful, hmm. but it's kind of like, I just didn't have the time like last lockdown and I was at home for months and I didn't have school and now I'm just like whatever happens happens if the bunnies eat it oh well fair if we get frost somehow in the middle again oh well yeah. <laughs> like after yeah. the frost randomly everything was just like no thanks this is it for us I'm like okay <laughs> fine I feel like it's not required to be an adult but if you can do it I mean it's probably one of the best ways to get the, some of the freshest produce so yeah definitely bonus if you can also likely not gonna happen ideally not gonna happen but if there's ever an apocalypse it's definitely a useful skill to have yes true i yeah. will have three zucchinis this harvest <laughs> so apocalypse don't happen this year because i only have three to live <laughs> off of <laughs> To do some major rationing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Peeling the skin, like you get one skin a day. Yeah. Boil it in, in water, you get zucchini skin soup. Ooh. My favorite. <laughs> All right. The next one is escape a sinking car. Oh. I mean, it's a reality if you're in a car near any type of water. Do, but do like, you know how to do that? In you theory, need something to break the window. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. So you guys are obviously better off than I would be. I have an extra set of uh, like keys in my driver's side. They're not for the vehicle, so don't steal my car. It's just dead <laughs> keys that don't work for anything um, that I can use to break the, the glass if I need to. You have them there specifically for that? specifically for that and there's like things that people make wow. that get put on their uh, uh thing that will cut seat belts and break glass I'm like this is the thing that scares me so i 
I'm afraid of drowning in water or like being in a car and you can't escape. I guess it's just not really crossed my mind much because that's not really something I've ever like thought about. I had never crossed my mind until I saw the tool that you can buy to break the windshield. Mm. And I was like, oh, this makes sense. Because if you have electric windows and your car goes in water, your electrical system fails and your windows are up, you will not be able to open the doors because of the positive pressure in the car. So, yeah. But I I don't actually have this tool. So uh, I just avoid water, yeah, when I drive. <laughs> good. <laughs> That's a good thing for... For drivers. <laughs> oh, uh, well, I hope none of us has to experience trying to escape from a sinking car. But also, like, I'm the driver that has, like, a winter kit in her car, like, filled with blankets and kitty litter. And you will snacks. be the one that survives if that ever happens. But, like, I like I grew up in a rural, very rural. Like, I many times I would not have service. And so... Like, it would be, like, kilometers till the nearest person. And it's, like, if it's the dead of winter and I need to stay in my car till someone finds me. Yeah. I think it's important. I just uh, am clearly failing in that aspect. So, yeah, I think this one's important. I have Monopoly in my car. So, if we're ever (laughs) stranded and entertainment, entertainment, I have got people covered. But (laughs) if you need any, like, actual life-saving help, no. No. (laughs) Uh, okay I mean I guess that's important to know but hopefully it'll never happen yeah hopefully because we're not prepared for it no (laughs) (laughs) if we if it does happen hopefully we're with Gwen because she'll have all the shit (laughs) so we can at least have what we need true it's a lot of responsibility (laughs) yeah (laughs) but we'll help you break the window just thank you or if you have a high heel on, oh, which I never wear, oh. and you're also not supposed to wear them while driving. So oh, true. Um, there true. is that. You guys uh, okay, don't let- keep a good pair of stilettos in your trunk. Uh, that's just me. Okay, <laughs> just for those days when we're you're working the corner, make some extra money. <laughs> that's it. Times are hard. I mean, you know. Uh, we love sex workers. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Just all jokes. All jokes. Of course. Um, yes. Okay. The next one is how to paint a room. With your I custom th- paint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> With a gold speckle. Um, I think I know how to do this and I think I can do it well. I know how to use painter's tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've painted rooms before. I, don't hire me. You'll want your money back, but I can do it. That's literally what I was going to say. Like, do I think it's important to do as an adult? No, because I can just hire someone who does it for a living. (laughs) There. Uh, Adam's response to most households. (laughs) (laughs) Fixes. Can I hire someone else to do it? Okay, great. (laughs) Uh, People get trained and like that's their profession. You're supporting small business whenever you hire yeah. local uh, local tradespeople. So, yeah, you know, just trying to help out, do my part. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay. Same with yeah. skip the dishes. <laughs> yeah. just, trying to, just trying to do my part. It's a hard time. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> uh, 
Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily right. I feel like none of these have been, well, some of them, I guess, have been important. Mm-hmm. Few of them have been important. <laughs> the next one is how to sharpen a knife. I don't know how to do this. I me do. Neither. But ask me when the last time I sharpened my knives. Yikes. You know, when you see those, like, uh, I, I don't watch cooking channels, but I've been around like in the room enough to see like the montages where they're sharpening knives and it's like <laughs> this pole and they're just smacking the knife against it. But yeah. I'm like, how is that sharp? Like, I just, I don't understand. Yeah. It's the type of material on the pole thing that, yeah. that sharpens the knife back up. And if there's any dents in it, right? Like you're literally taking layers of the knife off basically. Yeah. I worked at a a smokehouse for a long time and I helped the guys in the kitchen. And that was one thing that like one of the people I worked with, shout out to you, Rob, was like, you need to know how to do this properly. Like you need to be an independent woman. You don't need no man to do it for you. And I was like, you're right. Thank you. So yeah, I know how to do it. Haven't done it in like years. The other day when this was, I say the other day, it was probably like weeks or a month ago. But we didn't have a saw. We needed a saw. And Adam just used, like, uh, like a, a kitchen knife to cut through something. And all I could think was, like, oh, that's really going to dull the knife. And Adam's response is, we can always get new knives. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just picturing, like, yeah, you don't really, I guess, need to know how to sharpen a knife because you could just buy new ones. That's very wasteful, though. But Exactly. Yeah. Definitely useful to know for not being wasteful. <laughs> Unless, you, I don't know what knives are made out of these days, but you can melt it down and make a beautiful, then you need a oh. whole like melting process. Never mind. Ixnay this <laughs> you whole You need like a whole garage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't have a knife sharpener, but you have an industrial size uh, workshop for, <laughs> I don't know, like masonry. shit. Yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah, masonry is wood. No, Mason. no, that's carbon bricks. Fuck. Never mind. Whatever. Uh, a, a, a Smith Smith? A Smith? A Skull Smith? A Locksmith? No, what skull is it called? Smith? What, what are the, the, the metal workers called? A Locks? No, a Blacksmith. A Blacksmith. <laughs> a Smith Smith. You know what? Let's, I think that's a machine, actually, that yeah, melts it. But you said a Skull Smith. I don't know. Like, what are you thinking? I'm thinking badass people that, like, work with hot things and they can make swords and I can't, so. so. I'm thinking of Skullsmith as someone who collects skulls and makes things out of them. Should be. Okay. Right. Different, different job profession, I guess. <laughs> Creating jobs for everyone. Yeah. Uh, okay, the next one is set up a ladder safely. I think I could do that. I think. I don't know what constitutes a ladder being safe, but. I mean, most modern ladders literally have instructions on them of how to set them up. So they're, they're idiot proof. Kind of. Lawsuit yeah. proof, at least. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. My yeah. idea of safety is just have someone standing at the bottom and just holding it. I don't know if that does anything, but like it gives me peace of mind that I'll fall on them first. <laughs> True. If it's an extension ladder where like it's leaning up against the building, yeah. having someone holding for sure. 
But if it's one of those, like, you know, where you fold Oh, like a out, triangle? Yeah. Then you're good. Then I think good. that's pretty, uh, pretty straightforward. Level ground, good to go. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, the next one is put out a fire. Yes. Yeah. This is important, especially when you're dealing with different kinds of fires. It's good to know yes. how to not spread it. <laughs> Yeah, true. Right. Aren't you not supposed to put like just water on a fire? Depends oil if fires. it's a oil. Yeah, if it's like a kitchen oil fire, do not do that. A, I a think house a few thing a few weeks ago is like half burnt down, two houses down from us. Yeah. And it looked like there was like a kitchen oil fire, yeah. and it really like woke AK and I up, and like we checked the expiry date on the extinguisher that we have in our kitchen. We're like, okay, we're good. Nice. But it happened I, so quick. Yeah. I feel like I probably don't have nearly enough knowledge in this area at all. The, not to get too off topic, but there was like some, I forget what the company's called, but like a pipeline under the sea that burst. Mm. And now there's a big fire in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. And that's terrible. But my first thought was just like, how? does that happen it's literally water it's oil though yeah water water won't put oil up yeah it's very confusing to me yeah i don't know enough about chemistry but it's scary Mm -hmm. i i think like i i don't i've never had to use a fire extinguisher so i don't know if i'd be able to but there's also instructions so i feel like i could probably figure it out Mm -hmm. probably I'm sure. <laughs> but probably <laughs> important. I would agree that it would be important. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yes, Very yes. important. <laughs> okay, we're down to our last four. So the next one is change a diaper. I know how to do this. I I know how to do this. Yeah, I, I know how to do this. Um, I don't know. Maybe, I guess it's important if you're like, if you don't have children, but obviously there'll be children in your life. So I don't know though, because I don't think it's a, like, I don't think it's important to know if if you choose to not be a parent, but it's also yeah. something that if you do need to know in a short amount of time, it is very easy to learn. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, maybe it's like, maybe I'm overestimating, but it seems like a very easy thing to do. And my thing is, if you're with someone who's asking you to, like, change a diaper, they probably also, like, if there's somebody or something that needs a diaper change, there's probably someone around them that already knows how to do that. Yeah. You, Google, you can quickly ask. Mm. Yeah. Ask yeah. the Google machine. I don't think I've met many people in my life who are adults who don't know how to change a diaper because I feel like most people at some point in their life come across and not like you know someone around you is gonna have a kid that needs a diaper change at some point and yeah or if you I mean, grew up babysitting like yeah diapers is an or for thing. us if you had a dog that needed diaper changes frequently then yeah 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 but, but that was a little different like with a baby you got to do the whole wipes and baby powder and you know yeah i guess i guess with Zena we had the cream sometimes but anyways yeah 
not necessary, but good to know, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Babies are helpless. They always need help. So useless. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, the next one is remove blood stains from fabric, which this is just such a funny, a funny one, which I understand the background. Like, it, it's it's probably likely you'll get blood on your clothes at some point. For what reason? Who knows? I, maybe you're I feel like, there's like a else. few trains of thought. <laughs> there's yeah. like, okay, we're committing crimes. Okay, I'm very clumsy and often get hurt. Or B, you have a uterus and experience, like, menstruation. Well, I didn't even think of that one. That's exactly <laughs> where my mind went to, Glenn. Those three like, things. like those Which three one things. of you? Yeah. Wow, I, like, I thought. Why blood so, so specifically? Like, why not just say clean stains off fabric? But Blood is different. Because they said blood, I was like, yes, those three things. And yeah. the first thing I thought of was committing crimes. Yeah, me too. That was the first thing I thought of. <laughs> And then I thought of clumsiness. I didn't even think about uh, like menstrual. Yeah, oh. but that I mean, yeah, that's uh, yeah. I guess it's important, but like also sometimes I'm just like, well, that's a stain. I guess that's that's that. Yeah, you can always get like some hair dye or DIY dye, and now make it a part of whatever it was. Yeah. Do you know how to remove blood stain? Is there a whole thing? Do you know the routine? Quickly in cold water if you can. But for me, that's for what has worked with my blood. I think, I don't know if it's different, but it hasn't always worked with AK's blood for some reason, is vinegar and baking baking powder, baking soda. Baking oh. soda. A little, like a little paste, put it on, let it sit, wash it in cold water, and hopefully Bob's your uncle. But if not, don't just Google it, I guess. Google it and whatever you want to do, just go with that. Well, I guess that's handy to know. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. cheap, like vinegar yeah. and baking soda or powder. True. I don't know which one it is anymore, but. But both. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit of this. A little bit of this. Yeah. Good to go. Accidentally make anthrax. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Is that for the ants to kill them? uh it would it it will also kill humans okay so, never mind not a good time <laughs> now you're stressing uh, me out. she was just trying to clean a shirt and yeah herself. <laughs> don't worry i'm i'm quite confident you won't create it by mixing uh any baking powder or soda with vinegar you're good i was like uh my years of baking and cleaning things. <laughs> I've dodged bullets many a times then. <laughs> yeah. But there was one actually during COVID. Because I I want to say it was Trump that was telling people to mix bleach and something. To huh? drink bleach. Clorox or something. No, but there was another one where people were like, mix bleach and something to wipe down surfaces. But then that actually created... Um, like What's it not called? good things. It's called anthrax. No, the, I was just making a joke with anthrax. Oh, yeah, bad <laughs> joke, bad joke. Uh, any chemical uh, like chemistry people are like, what guys? Anyway. Oh yeah, like for example, bleach and ammonia. Just for example. Don't do uh, that. 
No. Bad. Yeah. Okay. Bad. Okay, the second last one is sewing for minor repairs, like buttons and small rips. Mm-hmm. I can do that. Yeah. I feel like it's definitely good to know and will save you money, but not necessary. Yeah, I don't think it's necessary, but I definitely think it's helpful. For sure. Yeah. And I feel like it's like one of the like classic life skills that I throw in there with like cooking and cleaning. The like a thing if you wear clothes and care about the environment, being able to like repair something is so much better for your wallet too. If you've got like a stick. That was me sewing it up. <laughs> My little sound effects. Uh, then spending however much money to replace that object. Yeah, true. True. There are also seamstress and then, you know, supporting it's local true. again. Hey, look at that. <laughs> look at that. But also, like, if you're not confident, there's YouTube for tutorials if you're not. Oh, true. Yeah. Something. So, yeah. 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 I definitely know how to like sew on a button or, you know, sew up a torn crotch, but like to hem pants, let's say. Mm, nah, That's a whole other skill set. Yeah. Okay. The last one is handle seizures. I know how to do this. I kind of ha- know how to do this. Like, luckily, I've never had to do it often. I had to get seizure training for. I had. I, I don't. don't. I don't know how to do this, but I feel like that is actually uh, something one should know as an adult. Because just like, what if you know? It's like mm-hmm. knowing CPR. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'm surprised that's not on here. True. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I I know this just because my aunt growing up, um, like. She, well she's epileptic and when I was growing up she was like struggling with some pretty severe seizures so it was like one of those things that I was taught pretty young but um I feel like the essential thing is is like if don't get in their way of them falling try to make sure their tongue's not in their mouth or like nothing's in their mouth like if they hadn't like if they were drinking something when they had a seizure like try to get that away um and if you can help guide them down as they're falling do that Mm -hmm. but don't uh like they say like just don't put your essentially don't put yourself in danger um and then if it lasts for longer than a minute i think you call the ambulance yeah don't quote me on that though but (laughs) something like that (laughs) Yeah, see, I would have assumed it was, like, similar to when someone passes out and you're supposed to, like, turn them on their side so they don't, you know, vomit and choke on their vomit. But, yeah. Yeah, no, I think you just kind of let them go through. Good to know. You're not really Mm -hmm. supposed to touch them. Yeah, unless it's just to clear things away or, like, move something so they don't hit their head or. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's probably something important to know. And I think probably if you have first aid, they would teach you. I don't know. I can't remember. They don't. Not for seizures. That's why, like, I had to get first aid for um, management at McDonald's. And that was not something 
Mm. That was covered. Interesting. Yeah. Weird. They should, but yeah. Because I, I feel like uh, seizures and like epilepsy is common enough that the likelihood of coming at across it is like high enough that probably yeah. good to know. Well, and that's our list. Yeah. <laughs> is there Proper. anything that like st- st- sticks out to anyone about things you should absolutely know to be an adult or any concluding findings that anyone has? I need to go buy a, a window breaker for my car. <laughs> right. Yes. And some blankets. True. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, very important for the winter. Yeah. Also a little portable shovel. Right. Yes. And some cat litter. Yeah. Man, my freaking car got stuck in the parking lot of our old place. And if I just had some cat litter, it would have been mm. much better time. Yeah. Also, buy custom paint. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, and know how to put on said custom paint yes. on the walls. Exactly. True. I think one of my biggest takeaways is like how much effort, like for people who already know these things, it might not be effort, but when you're learning, like I don't know much about finances, but it's always been intimidating for me to learn about it. And like you have to go out of your way because that information from my experience isn't often readily available. And like, Adam, you've done the research, but like it's time and energy that you need to be able to have in order to look into that. And so like my list of things that I want to do is now that's on there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it is right. And if you're in school and working, it's like, you probably don't have time to go and research all these things. So that's just, Hey man, like I've, I always tell people when school's brought up, I'm like, we should be teaching kids how to do taxes in school. We should be teaching kids, you know, finances, how to do all this stuff. And that, Mm -hmm. you know, that just reinforces it even more. Once you get to be an adult, you almost like don't have time to learn these things. And even navigating the systems, like when I'm talking about the system, I mean like the healthcare system, like it's, it's a lot of effort to navigate and like you have to be in a place where you are able to have that time and energy. So adulting is hard, I think is what I'm coming to. Adulting is hard. So whatever best you're doing, yay. Yeah, pretty much. And in today's society, being an adult looks a million different ways. Mm-hmm. There's just so many possibilities, life avenues, and yeah. If it doesn't involve the custom paint, you probably aren't doing it right. (laughs) True. (laughs) True. Absolutely. (laughs) Anyone with like custom paint right now is probably like, um. (laughs) Click. Is this shade? Yeah. 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 Like no shade. Good for you. Yeah, no. I'm sure your paint looks gorgeous too. Like. If you want to send in some pictures. Yeah. Please. And I'm sure it's not similar to any other paint that's already out there. So. Right. Yeah. If, if you have gold flecks in your paint, we definitely want to see. Yeah. yeah if, you, if you're listening to this and you have gold flakes in your paint, you're required to send a picture in because that's just too crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gwen, I think you have the quote of the day. I do. I do. Let me... Um... Well, I quickly just open it. Do you want to plug real quick? If anybody has anything to add, comment, share. 
Uh, yes, you can get a hold of us at open to discussion podcast at gmail.com or you can go over to Instagram and give us a follow at open to discussion pod and you can also reach us there. Perfect. Okay, so the quote of the day is by Zanelli Mahuli and it reads If I wait for someone else to validate my existence, it will mean that I'm short changing myself. Nice. Beautiful. You're doing great, sweetie. (laughs) And thank you, Adam, for joining us for this podcast. Thank you both, uh, Gwen and Aisley, for having me on. Always a pleasure. Of course. Thank you. And we'll We'll see everyone next week. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say we'll have you on next time in the future. We're excited to have you. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And have a great week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.